a day guys i'm gonna be completely honest with you guys the craziest news i've seen this week that put a smile on my face that comes with some truth being a chicagoan okay keep that in mind is the uh r kelly sentencing what he sentenced him to what i think was like 30 40 years oh yeah i heard about this 30 years now i'm in my i'm in the break room and there's, you know, there's a couple of guys, a couple of people in there and they're watching it with me. And one of the guys was like, they gave him 30 years and all he was doing was messing around with them little kids. He's like, man, that's messed up. And I'm looking at him like, there's so much more. He was, he was fucking around with little kids. And I, I looked at it. I was like, dude, do you realize that where I lived in Chicago, this dude was known in those areas. Like he used to come up to my high school. So everybody knew what the fuck he was on. It wasn't, it was like one of those open secrets. Like we knew, but we didn't know. So you're jealous is what you're saying. No, honestly, I was do. Honestly, the only thing that I have an issue with is the fact that when the sex, ta- uh, sex tapes came out and my boy Steve, his brother, got a copy of it, okay? Like everybody kept talking about the sex tape, right? Dude, that's like child porn. Exactly. Now, see, we didn't, we didn't, at the time, we was like, dude, what the fuck is the fuss about? And we probably saw like five minutes of it. And then we're like, wait a minute, this is smut. What the fuck are we doing? Dude, we got the fuck out of Dodge. I was like, dude, I don't want no parts of this. Like, this motherfucker's guilty. So here we are, probably like, what, uh, a decade later here or so. And he's, he sends us to like 30 years in prison. I'm like, good. So, so basically what we've learned from this, if you are a pedophile and you have money, you can stay out of prison for at least 10 years. God, I love our justice system. What it sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, well, 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 one of the guys made a very interesting point, too. He said, well, why don't the parents get locked up? Because, yeah, they were feeding their kids to them. Like, you got to really think about that. Like, you know. Yeah, why not? You you heard the rumors, so you know there, there's got to be some truth behind them if everybody is saying the same thing. So what you're saying is R. Kelly is similar to Michael Jackson. Well, see, in Michael Jackson's case, bro, I'm going to have to be honest with you. Every kid that came to him was fucking dying of cancer. That was a make-of-wish bullshit. No, not, not, and, every, not and, every kid was dying of cancer. Okay, but, I would say, but, I would but, say the, ones, the ones that accused him of rape Somehow, miraculously, their terminally ill fucking state was cured once he once they basically had sexual intercourse with Michael. Marcus, you're you're wrong with you're wrong on that part. How so? Because not all the kids. There were only a few kids that he molested. If you look into like the whole story, like like a lot of the Make a Wish kids and everything. I'm not defending Michael Jackson. He touched kids. I'm just saying. 
the true scope of the argument of, of it was is that there was probably only a handful of kids that he actually diddled. And a lot of those kids were, he went and they weren't special needs, but they were underprivileged. And he basically took those kids from his family and had them come live with him and have a life of. Okay. Okay. And this is where, this is where the credibility credibility of the accusations get shot down because years later, these same kids came forward and uh, investigative journalists looked into the matter where parents have coached their kids in the saying that Michael touched them. Well, actually, that's also not true. Uh, again, if you go back well, it's and document it, but there's still a lot of kids that weren't coached and there's still a lot of kids that were definitely diddled by Michael Jackson. Now, now. I'm do, and that's why his case with his case that's that that's like that's like a fifty fifty for me because I'm like, dude, he was the king of pop, one of the most popular popular you know people on the fucking planet. Okay, the man could just stand on stage and bitches would be fucking fainting and shit, worth billions of fucking dollars, and hear the accusations from some that he was uh, molesting them and of course years later one of one of the uh accusers actually committed suicide because of the guilt and it's like you want to basically believe the stories and then on the other hand you're like i don't know i don't know i mean one one truth comes out then it basically just disrupts everything in all honesty i mean especially especially if you got bodyguards you got bodyguards that surround the uh, premises 24 7 you got maids butlers you got all these people, and yet none of them are stepping forward and saying, yeah, he fucked that kid. You know, well, I'm just going to go out and say it. Michael Jackson is having kids over to his Neverland Ranch to ride roller coasters, and he's giving them blowjobs. I see it as a good host. <laughs> <laughs> best, best host around. Uh... But, uh, but uh, honestly, I will, put, I will put R. Kelly at number two. Mike at number three, but number one on my list of scumbags that I hope that are burning in hell. And this is a documentary that I will probably talk about later in the future. I'm not going to get into it now, but look it up on Netflix. And that is the uh, Jimmy Sullivan uh, documentary. No way, dude. There's the, the, my number one scumbag is Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. What? Oh boy. No, 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 no. Watch this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. A two-parter and it fucked my day up. Hold on. You he legally got custody of his 14-year-old girlfriend and took him on tour with him when he was 27. Okay. And we're talking she, about we're talking and, about a British, the first ever British uh VJ. Who worked yeah. for the BBC and and their partner company, you know, and this dude, hundreds, hundreds of documented cases, even oh, though company property. I, I, I will I will gladly put him at number two, but Steven Tyler, not nah. only, but hold on, not only did he take his 14-year-old girlfriend on tour with him, she got pregnant, he forced her to get an abortion, and then he ditched her in some city. Okay, that's a scumbag move where, yeah, I, I say, yeah, basement <laughs> but, but here's the thing, though. But this dude, Everybody still loves Steven Tyler. I didn't say I, that. I, I don't love him. 
<laughs> oh, I'm not saying you do. I'm just saying there's still thousands of other people that love Steven Tyler. <laughs> well, see, bro, this is this is this is actually the fucked up part about our, our society, and that is we can know the horrible, you know, truths about the people that we idolize, and then somehow Marx will block that out all because they're famous. Think about oh, yeah. that. Because oh, yeah. I mean, dude, R. Kelly, you still got people defending him. Uh, Steven Tyler, you still have you still have people. You still Elvis have people, Presley, you still have people defending Michael Jackson. Yeah, I'm not. Dude, I'm not saying that I'm defending him or attacking him. Of course, I for me, it's like I'm going through all the evidence because I'm like I want to draw my own conclusion. I'm not following her. Oh, I, I honestly, I honestly like everything that I've seen and I read. Michael Jackson definitely touched. Kids. He didn't touch like every kid that came through Neverland Ranch, but there mm-hmm. were there were a few that he did touch that he had special privilege to and that he touched. Well, bro, I'm like this. If he did it, he did it. Fuck him. Okay, and, that's that's and, that's 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 what I'm on. You, you know, know what, at the though? same time, I want to make sure that by me saying fuck him. You know, I'm not saying fuck them off of just basically allegations. I want I want to make sure the truth is there, so that way when I'm basically talking to somebody that is a fan, and I mean, trying to honestly, defend them, I got facts. And honestly, I mean, look what happened to Corey Feldman. Like Michael Jackson didn't touch him, and like Corey Feldman went completely insane. Bro, he is the saddest case. Honestly, <laughs> all he wanted all he wanted was to be touched by Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Derek, you got anything for us? So, apparently, you can use peanuts to make dynamite. Really? Excuse yes. me? <laughs> what? You can take peanut oil and process it down to produce glycerol, which can also be used to make nitroglycerin, which is okay. an explosive liquid used to make dynamite. Okay, why are we saying this, you know, for every... You know, we're we're probably going to be on a blacklist right now, right? We probably I'm already got a list. I'm not already. If I get a plane ticket to see three stars next to it, I'm calling you up. <laughs> a, a plane ticket three? What are you talking? What, what are you? What are you talking about, Marcus? No, 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 no. A plane, no, a plane no. ticket with three stars? Yes, that dude. That puts you. That puts you. Uh, what is it? It's a uh, the whole random search shit. No, you're automatically being searched, and then basically that puts you on no. Oh, list. so so this is kind of a weird and interesting thing. Hey, did you guys know? That when you buy a plane ticket and it asks for your suffix, you can give yourself a PhD. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I have airline tickets right now that say Jason, PhD, Maxwell. Holy shit. I could be a doctor. Southwest Airlines has recognized me and Jared Collins as doctors. Hello, Dr. Maxwell. How are you doing this evening? Yes. 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 Holy shit. I am a doctor. I, I have evidence that I am a doctor. Right. Uh, do you got any uh, weird news for us this week, uh, Jason? Um, no, not really. Um, the only weird thing I have is pretty much, well, um, uh, apparently there are people that work at UPS that don't know what the... Um, uh, abbreviation for Washington means. Elaborate, please. I'm so, pretty sure this uh, is the first um, story. So I have a side gig, and um, my side gig is I throw boxes at UPS. And um, so we're at the end of the night, and we're doing e-rigs. <clears> and the guy that was kind of like showing me how everything kind of goes, 
um, is looking at this box and goes, man, I don't know what state this is. And <laughs> I'm just kind of, I'm standing there staring at him and I go, well, there's only 50 of them. So, um, you know, there's, there's definitely, it's one of those 50. And he's like, I, I just don't know what state this is. So I walk around and I look at the box and it's WA. And I'm like, dude, that's Washington. And he, okay. goes, he goes, Washington's a state. And I was like, yes, Washington is a, uh, is a state. matter of fact, it is. <laughs> the moral of the story is, people, please stay in school. And he's a UPS driver now. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I can already see him getting lost. Oh, uh, probably. <laughs> Uh, well, that brings uh brings brings up uh, something that I want to talk about. Oh uh, yeah, pretty that cool awesomeness today. Because we were discussing this in the group chat, we was talking comic books, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I'm just gonna say it right now. First comic book I ever read, and I'm not even shitting you. I cannot remember the issue, but uh, the first one was definitely a Superman comic book and then a Captain America comic book. Now, I think every kid has started off with a Superman comic book. In, what, in one, I did in not. In one way or another. What? I started Punisher. Ah, Punisher. You know what I find funny about the Punisher? Is all the people Fun. that all the people that, that stole his logo and used his logo, he would have shot and killed. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> I think, dude. I think they published in his, uh, one of the comic books. They addressed that where he got in these cops' faces for having the uh, bumper sticker on their uh, vehicle and shit. Like that shit yeah. was fucking hilarious. Yeah, the guy that created the Punisher, he got like really pissed that all these cops and everything were were using the logo. And it's kind of funny too because like the Punisher started out as and as actually kind of a Spider-Man villain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, funny enough, coming to the great state of Ohio, <laughs> uh, didn't notice. I mean, I noticed right off the bat, y'all have a lot of comic book shops. Okay. Yeah. Where where I grew up, where I grew up in uh, in uh, Illinois, we didn't have a comic book shop near me. It was the public library that, whenever they got comic books donated to them. That's how I was able to get my hands on comic books. Mm. Okay. So that's how that's how my love of comic books came into play. And then after that, it was like, you know, just I mean, I got a I got a man, I have a shoebox where literally shoebox. every yes, every month, one time out of the month, I go to like I hit all the comic book shops, even um what's that, half price books. Yeah. And I go, I, I just go, I just jump in the bargain bins, man. I just look for, you know, like old school, really good, you know, comic books. You find the hidden gems. Oh, yeah. dude, I got, uh, wait, I think you guys were there. I got the uh, four issue first edition Mr. T comic books. <laughs> yep. I got uh, two issues of Dick Tracy because uh, I, I grew up on Dick Tracy. I hate Dick Tracy. Hey, hey, hey. That's a childhood. I, oh, that's a childhood. Okay, movie. I take that back. I hate the Dick Tracy movie. It, it's it, if you ever want to get me to leave your house, leave your room, leave 
leave the state, just put on the movie Dick Tracy. Okay, as an impressionable fucking child, as an impressionable child, I love that movie, but as an adult, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Quick side note, I just watched the uh, live-action Dragon Ball Evolution movie last night, the hell of it. Oh, God, that's terrible. It's it's worse than I remember. Why? (laughs) Why? Because I wanted to see just how bad it was if I was already... Oh, it's bad. Bro! Worse than I remember. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna do this right now. Three fucking live action adaptation movies that you refuse. I'm talking about you refuse to watch. The the first Hulk movie, um, and then both the Ghost Rider movies. Whoa. I like Ghost Rider. Oh, I like Ghost Rider, but the Ghost Rider movies are terrible. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I, I sort of like them because Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> I like him because first, Nick Cage, bro. He's 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 an overactor, man. I love the him. The Ang Lee Hulk movie is by far one of the worst comic book movies ever. Oh Jesus. Yeah, actually, no, I take that back. The Ang Lee Hulk movie, Dick Tracy, because that's a comic book movie. You're talking the Hulk movie before Ed Norton, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, okay. And then uh, probably the second Ghost Rider movie. I'll okay. give the first. I'll give the first Ghost Rider movie a saving grace because it's the first one. I'll be honest. I forgot that they made a second one. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's just as bad. It's terrible. Well, I'm gonna hit y'all with some good ones here. This one, the right. first one is a double header, and that is the Daredevil and Electro movie. Bad. He's not. Yeah. Are you talking about the Ben Affleck? Yeah. Movie? That I was the follow-up Electra. Oh, God, the Electra movie is terrible. But I will say this about the Daredevil movie. The theatrical release was terrible, but if you watch the director's cut, it's actually not bad. Bro, it's, 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 it's not Ben good. Affleck playing Daredevil. <laughs> he, like, come on. He's not. He, I tell you what, he's a good Batman. I do. I'll give him that, but Daredevil, no. I was waiting for Matt Damon to show up. <laughs> Honestly, it was like, okay, I see both of y'all motherfuckers in like the same movie hundreds of times. Where's Matt Damon? Was he going to be a priest? Like, what the fuck? Okay, so you got Daredevil, Elektra. What's your, what's your number three? Oh, my number three. Jesus, I refuse to this day, and I don't give a fuck who calls me out on this. The Resident Evil movies, all of them. But they're not comic book movies. They're video game movies. Hold on. Technically, there is a Resident Evil comic, I believe. Yes, yes there, there is. They were based, they, but they Hold were on. based off the video games. Hold on. It, yes, yes, true, true, true. But I'm going like, it was video games, comic books, light novels, and then they decided to do the fucking movies. And then, basically, they just destroyed everything in one fell swoop. And then, instead of basically just letting the movie fucking die... They did like six of these motherfucking movies for no fucking reason. And like, what was the point? There was none. There was none. It was out of Raccoon City. Like, come on. No. 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 I seen the first one and just gave up. And then after that, it was like Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, we're back. Resident Evil Beyond the Grave. Resident Evil, Jesus is coming. I'm like, dude, no. Fuck that. So, Marcus, I mean, Derek, what are your three terrible? I don't know if they made a comic book about this, because I, I just, I don't know. But one of the worst movies I hate 
is Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, Jesus. It, well, it was a manga, wasn't it? Or was it just I, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did a, a small, short uh, comic book run and a, a but short. But was it a run. cartoon before it was a comic book? Yes, it was a comic. It was, a, it was a, no, so no, no. It was, it was a, a cartoon first, then it was a comic. But then it's not a comic book movie. It's a live. <laughs> it's a live. It's a live action adaptation of a. See, of I, I don't know if they actually made a comic on it. I I don't know. Either way, fucking hated it. It was horrible. <laughs> Next one, I think everybody agree on that one. Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds. I will agree. That's uh, kind of fun. I'll, I'll give you that. Okay, once again, they should have played to Ryan Reynolds' strength when it came down to the Green Lantern movies. Because I keep saying this over and over well, again. The, he was he was uh, he was the wrong Green Lantern. He should have Hal Rayner instead of Hal Jordan. Bingo. That's exactly what I keep telling everybody. Was not good. It would have been an awesome movie if he was Kyle Rayner instead of Hal Jordan. And it, the director's cut redeemed it, but Batman versus Superman. Or the, the Zack Snyder cut, sorry. Oh, are you talking about um, Dawn of Justice? The Justice League movie? No, not Batman versus Superman. Oh, I've never seen it. I, oh, dude, I, I refuse. I, 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 I liked it. It was it wasn't bad. What, what really kind of pissed me off about it was everybody was always screaming about, oh, we want the Dark Knight, we want the Dark Knight, we want the Dark Knight. And it's like, but then Zack Snyder gives you Frank Miller's Dark Knight, and then everybody's all upset. Oh, well, that's not Batman. It's like, no, that is Batman from the fucking Frank Miller Dark Knight. Go read that fucking series, and you'll see how fucking violent he is. Well, <laughs> my biggest problem with that movie, they crammed so much in it. They gave it, both of them, they gave you both origin stories for no fucking reason. Oh, definitely. It's been retold more times than Uncle Ben's been shot in Spider-Man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, poor Uncle Ben. And and I I'm gonna I'm gonna elaborate a little bit more on that, Derek, because the part that pissed me off, because when I saw the initial trailers, I got hyped. I was like, oh shit, we got Batman, the Dark Knight, versus Superman, you know, yeah. And then when the final when the final trailer came out and I saw Doomsday, I was done. I was done. They I was like, really why is Doomsday in Batman versus Superman? They really kind of like DC really fucked up their story arcs. Like Doomsday I been, Superman was so bad. I haven't watched any more DC movies after that. I will say this, the, the Snyder the Snyder cut of Justice League is is pretty good, but you just kind of like have to break it down. Like you have to treat it like a Netflix miniseries. Watch it at an hour at a time. Well, bro, they still <laughs> fucked it up because that's one thing that they were infamous for. Was you well, look at Batman versus Superman? What did they do? They mixed in Batman versus Superman with Doomsday or the death of Superman. Then yeah. you go to the Justice League. The Justice League was supposed to be how all the greatest heroes came together to fight a fucking threat. And then somehow miraculously, oh, we're going to bring back, we're going to do Rebirth of Superman. <laughs> I, I will like, say this. I will fuck? say this, though. I will say this, though. I actually like the idea. Oh, hold on one second, guys. I'm just saying. It was a horrible decision on their end. They just they tried to cram too much shit into all at once. It was unnecessary. It was just a giant cluttered mess. Yes, including, no, hold on, the one scene that really pissed me off was Future Flash running back in time to basically say, Lois is the key, or some bullshit like that. And it's like, dude, Flash. It wasn't even in Batman vs. Superman. Let's just go. Then Wonder Woman shows up. Like, wait, what? Like, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, there were just so many elements 
because they were just trying to go for that shock value of just throwing so many fucking heroes at the problem. When I'm like, dude, you could have made a compelling fucking story with just two titans, Batman okay. and Superman. It was All just right. an unnecessary mess that they crammed too much shit into. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. Okay, so back to what I was saying. The one thing I liked about the Justice League movie was it wasn't that Superman was a main character. It was the fact that he was the plot of that movie. Well, I'm not talking the Justice League. I'm talking Batman versus Superman. No, I was, I was, I was going back to what Marcus said because I know gotcha. this is going to get edited and it's going to be weird. And um, but Marcus was talking about the rebirth of Superman, and that's what it was. They were trying to bring Superman back throughout the whole movie. Okay, but my thing is, is that it's still fucked up because well, you're mixing because... you're mixing two sagas you're mixing you're mixing two oh, epic yeah. sagas no, in one I, movie I, I there's agree. too much popping there's too much popping in both of these movies when you when they could have just did the simple popping. route of just like hey this is batman versus superman this is doomsday showing up and killing superman this is superman rebirth and oh look apocalypse shows up with his fucking army and everybody's you know running around and shit that would have been a bet. That would have been more. Compelling. There was there was no build up. Of course, and then of course you got what Flash shows up on the scene, Aquaman shows up on the scene, Wonder Woman shows up on the scene, and you sort of get their backstories like in later movies. Yeah, but but you had that glorious Aquaman movie, bro. That was fanfare like a motherfucker. That was that was a movie for women. Okay. I like the fact that, that they turned Aquaman into Wolverine for those movies. <laughs> you know, that's the funniest shit right there because I was like, I didn't know Aquaman changed race because last time I checked, he was a blonde, uh, uh, blonde hair, blue eyed white dude. Hey, and they gave they gave Jason Momoa blonde highlights, and I'm like, that does not change the fact that he's not of the uh, uh, of the white race. <laughs> okay, it's that does not help the case. They're trying to be more inclusive. They can't have everything whitewashed. You know what, dude? And you know what? You know, uh, we'll, you know, we'll 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 get down the line because we're gonna talk about controversies and shit like that with Kyle. Oh, are we? I, so, bro, I got a bone to pick. I got a bone to pick with Marvel and DC. I really do. What's what's that? The inclusiveness, bro. Like, okay, look, I don't mind if some stories are changed a little bit and whatnot. It's cool. You want to add like uh, uh, a couple. That's great. I don't care. Like, okay, so like the one Fantastic Four movie where they made Johnny Storm black. Like, it didn't. That didn't bother me because yeah, they still kept it the same as long as he is Sue Storm's sis brother and Sue Storm's sister. (laughs) Close (laughs) enough. But I mean, as long as long as you keep. The history of the character, just, I don't care what race, creed, whatever they are, just keep the history of the character. Personally, it, I but, don't care what race they are or what gender they are. I don't care. Yeah, well, just see, keep the history see, of the character. I can, I can agree with that. Character. I can I agree it. with that. But at the same time, when the comic books are starting to get more outlandish, instead of basically, how should I put this? They're they're trying to tackle real world 
well, I wouldn't even say real world. It's first world fucking problems. Yeah, but comic okay. books have comic books have always done that. Comic yeah, they tackle no, hold on. They tackle real world problems, which I gave them credit for. There's a lot there's a lot that Marvel has done where they did their best to be inclusive with their characters and be more down to earth, and that is cool as shit. But I saw a reach when they decided to make an uh, all new, you know, team that consisted of like, you know, LGBTQ, whatever characters. And they're wearing like these flamboyant, uh, flamboyant fucking costumes and shit like that. And pink and purple hair and shit. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is going on with this? And the fucked up part was, I, I, and this is why I say I think they was reaching because they didn't even have like a serious run. It was like, oh, look, look what we did. Okay, we're just going to put it back on the shelf. This never happened. Well, and it's like, why Why would you even do that? Because they're trying to open up and reach different audiences. That, that's exactly it. They're trying to broaden their horizons. Yeah. Well, bro, my thing is, you're doing it. My thing is, you're doing it with the movies. You're doing it with putting out the comic books. You still have fans like myself who still pay the pretty penny to go out there and buy comic books, talk comic books. Of course, there's going to be people who see me wear the merch and they want to know about a certain character or, you know, a certain series. And I'm telling them about it and they get interested in it because let's face it, you're going to get more people interested through word of mouth than you are putting out something that they're probably just going to overlook regardless. Because if they put out a new character now, somebody asks me about it that's interested in comic books, I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. That sounds new. But if we're talking about like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Captain America, Iron Man, you know, so forth and so forth, it's like, dude, I can go all day. Even get, yeah, even getting them reading recommendations. But those characters have been established. Yeah, they don't. But, they don't. They don't need anything because they're already established. I mean, hell, Superman's up and around what? issue a thousand hey maybe the hey that's cool because hey once again but the point but but you can't you can't knock these like marvel or dc by being like hey you know what there's a potential to us of an untapped lgbt community that we could get their money so and and, of course they're going to come up with characters and they're going to go that way actually and this is where I'll argue. <clears throat> Look what happened in uh what was it? World War II. Captain America was literally used as uh propaganda to boost morale in during the war. Yeah. Okay? 9-11 happened. Yeah. All major comic books came together and put out, you know, their rendition of 9-11 and the heroes, how they dealt with it, and all this other stuff. Basically dealing with real world problems. Okay. Even when it came down to <clears throat> Black Panther, uh, Captain America, and Superman battling, battling, okay, and defeating the the KKK, okay? okay, yeah, those are actual issues there. Yeah, that's how you get readers to be like, oh damn, they did some fucking crazy shit. Okay, oh, shit. so so so, so hold on a second though. So you're saying that if there's um, an a gay kid or a trans kid and he loves comic books, he can't have a comic book character for him to look up to and for him to love and to him to, you know, 
inspire him to do things no that he might not be able to do no 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 no, no that that is what you're saying now now okay then let me clarify let me clarify once again i do not care for a gay bi but know, apparently trans, you do pansexual. because they came out no hold on hold on hold on hold on no no, what pisses me off is the reaching of that character. Why? Okay? Why is it? So if it's a new character, how... it's a reach. It's but like, dude, if it's a new character, so wait, so wait, so wait, so wait. Let me put it. Let me put it like this. So it's okay. It's okay for the Titans or the Holy Trinities of of you know the Staple Boys of their uh, respected companies to take on universal multi-dimensional threats okay we're talking about galactus yeah gore the god butcher shit like that hold on hold on hold on on. i'm getting to that point i'm getting to that point when it comes down to that lgbt community person that is a superhero that's supposed to be a part of the team when you read their comic books what are they dealing with social injustice no homophobic motherfuckers and, okay. And 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 racial so, so, slurs and how they deal with it on a day to day basis. Are you it's saying like, that's not a problem? No, I'm not saying this. No, hold on. It is a problem. Yes, <laughs> but if it's in every, it, but if it's an issue in every issue, on every chapter that we got to basically read about that, I can understand if you dedicate a mini series to how we basically deal with it and how we talk about it and what's the best solution. That's cool with me. But if that's going to be their trope throughout their run, then don't you think that's a little bit of reaching right there? Like, that's no. the only thing that they want to talk about while they're still hot on the shelf? No. They just what, basically talk what, about an issue, I, like a couple of series, I mean, a couple what, of issues? What I would consider reaching would be like, okay, um, we are going to create a whole new Justice League of like Batman, Superman, Aquaman, Flash, and they're all going to be gay. Well, they did make Superman's son gay. Uh, yeah, there is hold, a Green Lantern that's gay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go down that road, okay. Before you go down that road, make sure okay. you have all of the information. Yeah. That son of Superman that was bisexual was from an alternate reality. And you know what, bro? I'm gonna just put it to you like this. Once again, it's okay to basically have these type of discussions. Okay, and. The well, green lantern, time, the green lantern that they turned gay, they turned gray in Earth Two. I mean, gay. Sorry, I didn't mean to say gray, but they turned him gay from the Earth Two universe, and it was the original Green Lantern whose power didn't work on wood. It wasn't even really a real Green Lantern. You know, I can't. I can't even. I can't even argue that because I didn't really see him as a Green Lantern. He just held the title of a Green Lantern. I'm well, pretty sure there's some, I'm pretty sure there'll be some comic book nerds out there that'll probably be like, no, he won the Green Lantern mark as fuck. Well, but, he, I mean, you know, since he was, he had a ring. It was green. It did stuff that the Green Lanterns did. My thoughts behind it, I really don't care what sexual orientation, what gender, I don't care about any of that stuff. It's cool that people want to re- like rally behind stuff that represents their culture or their race or things like that. It's cool. Fine. Whatever. All I care about is if it's a compelling character with a compelling story. Yes. So here's an interesting thing you guys might not know of because I am um, 
my favorite comic book character is Captain Marvel. Not why? Not the Captain Marvel you think. He is better known as Shazam. Um, Aha! That but, was a one. <laughs> but when DC got the rights to uh, Captain Marvel or Shazam, they were actually thinking about making him Black or Native American. Didn't they just cast the Rock as Shazam? No, no Black Adam. Cast Black Adam. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, and that would have been cool if they would have did that. Like, they have Superman, and then, like, Native Americans or Black people would have had their Superman-like character. I think it probably would have made the character more popular. Well, I'll but put it I, I, I'm not going to go into the whole story of what happened to Captain Marvel and why he kind of slid under the radar, but it's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need to get this out of the way before we go any further. Do you prefer Marvel or DC? Oh man, that's a good part because I there's like I love the X Men. The X Men are my favorite comic book group and my favorite comic book run uh, of all time. But then at the same time, like I love Batman. I love Lobo. I was fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I love there's there's so many DC comics that I love. Um. Like my favorite, my favorite Green Lantern is Guy Gardner. But he's he's just like this. I'm gonna take my ring off and bite you. It's, I love that. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, I really don't want to pick. To be honest with you. If I had to pick, I think I'd go more Marvel. I absolutely love some stuff in DC, like the Joker. Yeah. He's one of my favorite villains of all time. Love the Joker. But I I find a lot more Marvel stuff more appealing, especially here lately, as far as like with the movies and more comics coming out, things like that. Yeah, yeah. I like that a little bit more. I I I guess part of me likes DC a little bit better because the world's a little bit more gritty. There's well, that depends on the source, man. <laughs> well, it's not so much of the source, but like DC stories have always been more. Darker than the the Marvel stories. Um, like one of my favorite comics is actually from DC. It's Batman Killing Joke. Yeah, that's a good one. That that's a great Batman story. Um, my pride and joy in my collection is I have the I have the complete run of Batman Year Two. And if you're familiar with that story, yes. it's it's the Mask of the Phantasm story arc, and like where he gets uses the gun that killed his parents. Like, I love that story arc. And, uh, um... With that being said, I also have another favorite comic as well, which is Deadpool Kills Marvel. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I, there are certain points in time with, like, Deadpool that I like, and there's other sorts of points in time with Deadpool where I'm just kind of like, uh, this is insane. Um, one of my favorite stories ever from DC... Well, not from DC, but from Marvel is the X Men's Executioner song. Mm. Those are pretty good. Yeah, that that was a great story arc. For me, everybody knows that I am Marvel all the way. <laughs> Captain America being my favorite uh, hero, if I may say. In fact, I literally have not just the. Uh, the single issues of uh, Civil War, 
I also have like the uh, thick, the thick version where it has all the uh, stories all combined into one. Yeah, dude, found that when I lost my fucking shit. I was like, oh boy. My, I will say my favorite DC story of all time is Identity Crisis. Oh, <laughs> it's a six-part miniseries in DC where the secret identities of the heroes has gotten out. And so it turns into like this great detective story and they use a bunch of heroes that's not really used all that often. And it kind of comes down to like, there's a great twist. There's a great, it's just, if you can go to a comic book and you can, and you can find it, I highly recommend reading Identity Crisis. Another really good one is a uh, a one that's been out for a little while now. World War Hulk. Are you going to see World yes. Breaker Hulk? Oh, yes. And the, the, the prequel to that, Planet Hulk. Yes. Planet Hulk is good. I, I have all the issues to that series. Actually, I'm trying to I'm trying to get my hands on um this is funny because my brother he claims to be a huge Batman fan. And when we get into it about Batman, the only thing he can quote is the movies, which I'm like, bro, no, 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 no. I go off of continuity, baby. And for me, one of the greatest sagas that I've ever read was The Court of Owls. I would love to get my hands on The Court of Owls is pretty good. That was beautifully written. That was beautifully fucking written. The illustration was awesome. And if I can find all the if I can find all the issues to that, bro, I would probably put them in a vacuum seal vault. Uh, <laughs> a death in the family. A, a death in the family is really good too. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. They kind of touched on the Court of Owls. I think it was in the Gotham TV series, but they didn't really go very well into it, which I wish they would have. They actually uh, they did, they did so much an animated short. Yeah, they didn't really have the time. I I will say this though, like for um, TV shows and stuff like that, Gotham was pretty much well was was pretty well done. It was very well done. I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I like I like kind of seeing Clement as uh, Gordon. Was yeah, no phenomenal. Um, who was Gordon? It's just a Gordon Levitt. No, hey, yeah. hey, Jason. I got I got to toss this out there because I know this is gonna be funny as shit. <laughs> when it comes down to your heroes, the hero that you would love to see be more realistic, who would it be? <laughs> realistic? That's about like ultra realistic, like like. Oh, I would love to see. I would love to see a more racist and sexist uh, Captain America. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It was uh, Ben McKenzie. Yeah. That was James Gordon. <laughs> Yeah, I I would love to see like a I mean not like overly racist but like like, <laughs> like subtle <laughs> like not even like subtle like maybe like like uh, Falcon and Captain America walking into a meeting and like Falcon walks in front of them and then like Captain America's like hey oh wait a minute no this is and like I want him to catch it too and like because I don't think he's like he would be like a bad racist he'd just be like an accidental racist. Like, <laughs> it'd almost be like one of those, like, they had black people in the war and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Is that a black guy drinking out of a white fountain? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. No, they're allowed to. They're allowed to. That's right. Like, they this is the water 
on over here? Like, Walking to a diner. Oh, he's oh. sitting at the counter. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Millennia. Oh. Uh, what the hell? <laughs> like Black Widow does something. He's like, who let you out of the kitchen? Oh, I can't see that, can I? <laughs> <laughs> it had to be a culture shock. <laughs> no, like, that, that would be that, that would be that would, like that, bro. I would lose my shit. That would be just great. Like, or like he's sitting there, or like he's fighting, or like he's fighting a Japanese person, and it's like modern day, and he just shows out. Yeah, take that, you jap, and then everybody just stops in the fight. No, you can't say that. Can't say that. <laughs> it's like, but it's Silver Samurai. He killed a busload of kids. Yeah, but you underrated can't. character, by the way. Yeah, very. And then you can't, you can't call him a jack. You can't Cap? say these things. Oh man! <laughs> for me, for me, it would be Batman. <laughs> Why? Why? Because he would be in jail so fucking fast, in and out of jail. Loyalties <laughs> alone would bankrupt him, and he'd still try to do it. <laughs> and then, of course, throughout the years, he's getting, he's getting more better. <laughs> he's just, and then eventually he just becomes a villain. His non-lethal, his non-lethal gadgets are now lethal. <laughs> oh, you know what? Though, since, the, uh, since, since, since Derek, since Derek brought him up, like the Punisher in this day and age, if he was more realistic, like he would be president. Dude, like, he would be. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. The he right wing, the right wing would literally be following this man around, and they would try to basically just work with him. And he'll probably just his body count would be in like the millions because he yeah, not only do he got to take then, care of the bad guys, he also got to take care of these idiots. But then, but then, like he'd just turn around and like just start shooting, and it's like, oh, you touch kids. <laughs> <laughs> People wouldn't know what to do. They're like, oh, I kind of want to vote for him because, man, he he he's really <laughs> he's, hard on crime. He's really hard on crime, but he shot those cops because they were dirty. I don't know what to do now. I'm all confused. <laughs> I'm just, no, I'm just saying it no, would be fucking hilarious. It would be fucking hilarious. The Punisher just on the scene, massacring motherfuckers. The right wing is like. I want to root for him, but that's just fucking overkill. Somebody needs to <laughs> put him in check. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, it's okay to read about him until you, you meet your heroes. <laughs> uh, what about you, Derek? What character do you want to see more realistic? I don't know why, but I want to see Deadpool. <laughs> a more realistic Deadpool? Yes. <laughs> I could see him dressing up in a bunny costume, walking around a mall with an AK forty-seven, just mowing people down. But that's but but that's just something Deadpool would do. A more realistic Deadpool would be Deathstroke. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he wouldn't be as funny. He'd just be like, everybody'd be waiting for him to do like a one-liner, and he'd just be so bitter about one-liners. He's like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> Honestly, with the stupidity that's going on in the world, he would probably retire early because he was like, nah, the problem is going to take care of itself. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. What, what the fuck is the point? Hey, <laughs> okay. I know this is kind of a... Joker. <laughs> I, I, I know this is kind of like off subject a little bit, but um, you know what I really kind of am disappointed about is that there are two comic book movies that I don't think get the love that they should get. Okay. 
And that is the 1980s Captain America movie. Good point. I can see that. And the Dolph Lundgren Punisher. Yes. Now that one definitely I should get loved. That one. That 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 is a very underrated Punisher movie. Dolph Lundgren as the Russian was perfect. No, Dolph Lundgren wasn't the the, the Russian. Yes, he was. Are you talking about in Rocky or in the Punisher, the Thomas Jane Punisher movie? We're talking about the original Punisher movie where he was the Punisher. Yeah. That was a Dolph Lundgren. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. This is an old school movie. This is yeah, old. This is this is old school. Yes, I remember that movie. So yeah, I agree with you, Jason Man. But Kevin Nash was the Russian in the oh, Thomas Jane. I haven't seen that one. <clears throat> oh, oh, check it out! Check it out! You need to watch that, dude. It's it's it's, it's classic. 80s. I was thinking of uh, Kevin Nash as the Russian. Yeah, in the, the 2004. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the Thomas Jane. Yes, yeah, that is. And you know what? And Ray Stevens in Punisher Warzone was actually pretty good too. You know yeah, what? I, I was just about to mention that one because a lot that people gave it a lot of hate, and I'm just like, no, 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 no. It, but they, it, but they, it's it's it, it, dude, it, they did their best to stay close to the comic book as much as yeah. possible. And they but, actually they actually used a a real Punisher villain. They used Jigsaw. Yes, I mean, and it worked. I enjoyed yeah. every second of that movie. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that original Punisher. Because yeah, I, I yes. didn't know it was a thing. Yeah. Look up, look up the 80s Captain America movie. <clears throat> and if yeah. you can find it, there's a Roger Corman uh, version of Fantastic Four. Which that was never is, released, supposedly. It, it, there are bootlegs of it. There I know. That's bootlegs. what I'm saying, allegedly. Yeah. But you know what's really kind of sad is that Roger Corman Fantastic Four movie is better than than any other Fantastic Four movies that have been put out. Yeah, there was a uh, Captain America that came out in 1990. Oh, that's the one I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that one. <laughs> God, that classic Captain America outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just going to say it right now, the only thing I did not like was that fucking golf ball size fucking helmet that he was wearing. <laughs> the, suit, the suit was on point. The suit was on point, but the helmet killed me. I was like, like, he's like a special needs kid, you know, dressing up like Captain America for Halloween and shit. And I'm like, dude, take the helmet off. Like, fuck. So, yeah, Uh, that that was like that was like the only disagreement with the costume. But everything else was actually pretty cool. So what what comic book movie would you love to see made? Oh, made. Oh, God. That's that's a good one. Ooh. That's a good one, man. Shit. Um, There's so many. There's so many to think of. I think I'm going to go back to Worldbreaker Hulk. I I would love to see. I would love to see Planet Hulk. That would be good. I I would love to see a... I would love to see a really good Swamp Thing movie made. Actually, I take it back. I want to see Lobo. Lobo would be good. Lobo would be good. But I would love... I would love... Jack Black. What? <laughs> Just because I think it'd be funny. Oh Jesus! I, I now like there were there were two Swamp Thing movies made in the eighties. The first one was done by Wes Craven. I love that movie. It's a great movie, but I would love to see an updated, just full length feature film with a huge budget Swamp Thing. I, I, okay. I like Swamp Thing. Okay. 
comic book movies that I would love to see made. Oh. Fuck. Ooh, man. That, that I'm still thinking about that one because I mean that's a that's a great one because there are so many storylines. There's so many so many storylines, so many you know sagas that could be told that were fucking amazing in the comic books. Oh man, a, a Gambit movie would be a good one. Gambit movie. You know what? I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I would. I want Marvel to finally do. A decent X Men movie. Well, all the all the pieces are in place. That's the best part. Because every X Men movie they have done, except for maybe the first one, is all been shit. Yes, agreed. Once again, that's that's company. That's the, that's these studios rushing in to basically get in on the comic book movie thrill without consulting with actual fucking comic book writers. Especially the ones who actually created, you know, these characters in this universe. And it's like, the first movie, of course, you're happy to see it. You're like, hell yeah. All right. Yeah, they're on screen. Then when you get to two, three, and maybe four, if you're lucky, it just, it loses, it loses its thrill. So what, what comic book movie do you want to see? Oh, shit. Uh... Mm. You know what? Now they already now they didn't really do it because they put it as Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I would love to see a decent Winter Soldier movie. I would love to see a decent like, like a standalone movie. Winter Soldier? Huh? Like a standalone Winter Soldier? Yeah. Now, do you, you got to think, dude, he's dude, he's been alive this whole fucking time. Russia. Huh? Like, you want to see him with the Russians or post-Russia? Uh, Post-Russia. You can mix in the Russian part because, let's face it, there's a lot, there's a, there's still a lot going on Post-Russia in that world. Right now with the MCU. Yeah. That we know of. cool to see, like, his brain emissions under Russian, like... I, I, I would like to see, I would like to see, like, the the process of what it took to make the Winter Soldier and then have him go and take out, like, some B-level Marvel superheroes yeah just like like, you know what you know what i'm gonna just say it now thank you thank you i had time to think a awesome an awesome three-parter of green lantern (laughs) you know what though you know what would be a great green lantern story to tell go for it um uh the one where how jordan went mad yes yeah oh that that would be a good one to tell so one that I'm really excited for, which I'm really hoping they're about to do with the MCU, Secret Wars. Well, bro, I, no, I hate to say it like get, this. That's going to get weird. Man. It is going to get weird. Well, bro, look, I'm like, dude, I do. I keep telling everybody, and we're not going to go down this rabbit hole of theories and all this other stuff, but we're the, only thing, the only thing I can really say is, is that Marvel is known for misdirection like a motherfucker. Man. Okay? They Even with the Thor. Same time. Even with the Thor trailers out now and the movie coming out next week, I don't do. I don't trust the trailers. I really don't. So they've already done in the past where they will actually specifically remove characters from trailers, and they will only show you what they want you to see. Yes, they are very good at it. So when it comes down to this universe, it's only like within the first twenty minutes of the movie, anyway. So, 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 just follow my logics for a second. Infinity Saga just wrapped up. 
they're getting ready to end phase four, going to phase five and six. COVID hits, okay? That pushes everything back a whole year, okay? That's a whole year. Kevin Foggy and the team just sat there and was like, wait, we got a chance to fuck with everybody. We can do, we can work some magic right now. So I'm pretty sure in a vault somewhere at Marvel Studios, they got everything written out to basically fuck with everybody with misdirections. And there are key moments in movies that basically link all of them together somehow, some way. They're even going we're not going to basically realize until everything comes together. They're actually going back and editing old stuff and seeing if people catch it, like rewatching it. Yeah. So at this point, when it comes down to Thor, like uh, I will say, uh, seeing uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, that was beautifully done. I, I enjoyed better. every second of that. Thor. Thor, hopefully I can get tickets. If I can't get tickets for the midnight release, I might just go Saturday, go check it out. But I will actually be in Gatlinburg when it comes out. So I gotta wait two days. I'll be in I'll be in Colorado. And I will be in the theaters, baby, with a big old thing of popcorn and a fucking freezy, baby. If you ruin it, I swear to God I'll kill you. No, I ain't <laughs> okay. saying shit. Y'all better let me know that y'all basically seen it so, so we can talk about the shit. So we've talked about the worst comic book movies we we've we've hit pretty much every topic that we can talk about with comics but what Keeping are your not going like yeah. specific no i i, I love how this is flowed. what are your guys's top three favorite comic book movies top three comic book movies mm-hmm. so i gotta rank deadpool up there i i just love deadpool i don't know why i just do but it's your generation Okay. I also, easily my number one favorite comic book movie is Iron Man. Because it was such a great movie when it was made, and that kicked the door open for the entire MCU. Yeah. Okay. So you got Deadpool, Iron Man, last one. And then last one, I'd have to say Dark Knight. Because <laughs> Chris, uh, Christian Bale's Batman, perfect. Mm. Bruce Wayne part was yeah, but his Batman was great. And then my favorite part about it, Heath Ledger's Joker, phenomenal. Yeah. Can I can I say this about uh, Christian Bale's uh, Batman? Yes. Every time I every time no 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 I'm talking no uh, when Christian Bale did Bruce Wayne, not Batman. When he did Bruce Wayne, that reminded me of Jason Bateman off of uh, American Psycho. <laughs> Bit, I thought I thought bit. it was American Psycho mixed in with Batman. I swear, I swear, All right, Marcus, a little bit. Your top three Captain. Your top three comic book. Also, oh, you already quick. know number one is Captain America, baby. Real quick this. before this, I was actually very surprised with uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman. Ooh, hold, hold up, hold up one thought. Hold up, hold, hold that thought because I, I do want to talk about that movie before. Okay, we'll come back okay. to it. Okay, okay. okay. All right, Marcus. But Captain America. Second, this is funny. No, not really. Uh, End Games. I enjoyed that. End Games was good. And last but not least, and I'm going to go off on a limb here, and y'all going to laugh at this, but this sort of gives me giggles, and I love watching it. This is Off the Rails. Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass was good. Kick-Ass 1 and 2. I will will say, I'm going to start with number three, um, Howard the Duck from the 80s. <laughs> oh, how are the no. dude! You see duck titties 
Like it's just it's just a fun movie. Howard the Duck yeah. is a great character. <laughs> it is. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I just I wanted to bring that up because I, no, don't don't like, I, I don't think I don't think anybody's ever really talked about that. Uh, I, would I, would say, it is. I, I would say number three is uh, the first Tim Burton Batman. Okay, that's a classic. Uh, Dog Kilmer. No, that was oh god. Uh, no, 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 that was um, Michael Keaton. Yes. Michael Keaton. Oh, the fuck? That, that hurt, Derek. That hurt. But my bad. I got wrong, wrong one. Yeah, um, clearly. No, uh, uh, after. Never mind. Um, I, I mean, I don't know how I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I would say my second favorite comic book movie. I kind of want to say Conan the Barbarian, but I oh, know no. it's. I know, I know it's based off of the short stories by Robert Howard. Oh no. But I kind of feel that I, I kind of feel like there's a little bit, but I won't put that in my list. I will say my second favorite comic book movie is probably gonna be The Losers. The Losers. Okay. That's a good one. It, it, it's a it's a one. it's it's a it's a DC vertigo. You you would dig it. You would you would totally dig it. It has oh, Jeffrey yes. Morgan. And then my number one favorite comic book movie of all time is probably The Watchmen. I like The Watchmen. I oh, do yes. like that one. And The Watchmen, the actual Watchmen comics, is probably one of my favorite comic book stories ever told. My oh. my favorite, easily out of all of it, Rorschach. Oh yeah, I, uh, um, the one the the guy that ended up being the bad guy is one of my favorites. Yeah, like because he was just like because I love that he was like he gives his big long speech. He's like, oh, I've already done it. Which <laughs> I've been binge watching the boys on Amazon Prime. Oh, dude, that was good. Garth Ennis is probably one of the greatest comic book writers of all time. Probably. <laughs> I got to I got to catch up. I got to catch up on the boys. And so, so good. I will say that. Okay, so Robert Patterson's Batman. I will say is my third favorite Batman of all time. Oh, I, I, we doing this? Right. Are we doing this? I would well, no, actually, it. actually, no. I'm taking it back. He's he's my second favorite Batman of all time. <clears throat> Michael Keaton, your first. Michael Keaton's my first, of course. Then it's uh, then it's Robert Patterson. Then it's Ben Affleck, and then Christian Bale. Let's Ooh. see. I got to go. Michael Keaton. He's he's Batman. Come on, it's Michael Keaton. Christian Bale. Then Robert Pattinson. And my problem with the Christian Bell Batman was he was too action heroy for me. That's fair. It's, okay. it's not that, but the one thing I absolutely, the one thing I absolutely loved about the new Batman movie was it was the first ever time we got a detective story. Every Batman yes. movie that has come out has been an action flick. That's not what Batman is. Mm-hmm. He's a detective that knows how to fight. I'm not gonna lie. I still love Val Kilmer's Batman suit just because of his nipples. It <laughs> wasn't that also the one that had like when they were putting on the suit. He kind of they like they gave him all an ass shot. Yeah, them and Chris. <laughs> it was like nipple shot, ass shot. And it was like, why the fuck did y'all put that those on? two? What was that? Batman Forever and Batman and Robin were yeah. complete homages to the '60s Adam West Batman. I was just about to say it's weird that we're talking about Batman, but we haven't even brought up Adam West at all. Uh, and you know, I was going to bring him up, but <clears throat> but my own, of course, Michael Keaton, love him. Uh, Kevin Conway, the animated series. 
Oh, oh yeah, that yeah, animated series. Iconic. That, that animated iconic. series is, is yes. hands down one iconic. Of the best ever made. Having um, and then oh, of course, God, and then of course, I'm blanking. Uh, uh, Luke Skywalker. Uh, uh, Mark I, I, I would, I would have Mark to run with uh, Ben Affleck. The Joker is yeah. phenomenal. <clears throat> no, I would have. I would say it. Uh, yeah, Kevin Conway, and then. Uh, I would have to go with Ben Affleck's uh, Batman. I really would because once again, I sort of trusted Ben Affleck going into this after finding out that he is a huge Batman fan. Yeah, like he, he was very anal about how he was going to portray Batman. Affleck. The, the, <clears throat> the only the only problem with the Ben Affleck Batman that I had was that the movies were so bad. That's it. I mean, it's not, it's not even that they were so bad. It was just, it was like, I would love to see a Ben Affleck Batman movie. I just don't like Ben Affleck. No, that's fine. You cannot like Ben Affleck. It's okay. Funny enough, I was actually waiting for Matt Damon to show up, but, you know, once again, <laughs> oh, no. surprise me. <laughs> Every time I see Ben Affleck, Matt Damon is right there. Right there. <laughs> Goodwill hunting, baby. That's basically. I, like I heard. I heard they're they going to superimpose Matt Damon's face on the Batman suit. So where the nipples, are, are we nipples saying that be. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are like Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider? Kind yeah. of in a way. Yeah, they're always yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, who would win in a fight? Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, or Rob Schneider and um... Ben Affleck and Matt Damon? Nah, oh, I'm going with Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Adam, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler yeah, take both of them. You think? I don't know. Yeah. I'm, going, I'm, I'm going with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. I'm going yeah. Rob Schneider and, uh, and Adam Sandler, baby. Hey, dude, you seen him in Happy Gilmore, man. Dude, he was giving it to Bob Barker. Bob yeah, Barker took the shit out of him. Yeah. He was giving it to him, bro. <laughs> Come on. He was hitting him. Got him oh, with a nice uppercut, too. <laughs> throw uh. <laughs> yeah, throw down on both of them. He said the price is wrong and he got his ass beat. <laughs> oh shit alright alright since we're going to be closing up I know we got some burner questions we got to ask here so who wants to ask the first burner question well uh, one of my burning uh, so do you guys ever think that like Bruce Banner ever accidentally killed a prostitute by having angry sex with her and turning into the Hulk yes I don't think he would ever hook with a prostitute I'm just, I, no, yes. You know what, though? I think he would. Like, if he was really angry about something, he's like, man, I'm just going to... I don't think he would, because Bruce Banner, to his core, is very reclusive. Well, you got to think like this. If she's in the rough sex, and she's like, choke me, and he's not doing his job, and she's, like, berating him, and is, and she's, like, it's just festering, and she's just like, not shutting up about it, and he just... Burns. Like, she's all over the place. It's looking you- like this. He's part of the Avengers, so all you got to do is just Tony. I fucked up again, man. <laughs> send the clean, clean, send the clean <laughs> crew, and that's it. it. Happen, you don't hear about it. And two, who's gonna miss it a dead hooker? It would have to be Edward Norton's. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, who would miss a dead hooker? <laughs> uh, that's true. I mean, it is the, oh the Avengers, God. the Avengers got his back, literally. I can just see it now. Tony looks over at Cap. Bruce did it again. Another one. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm just saying. It, that's my burning question. I also have another one. Is um okay with Mister Fantastic? 
we know everything's stretchy on them. Right? Right. Right. So, like, would his jizz even be, like, stretchy, too? Like, would it be, like, like, you know when you break a mozzarella stick and you kind of pull it and there's, like, that cheese is there? Like, do you think that's how he comes? See, I got a better question. Does his penis disappear if he's sticking it inside Sue Storm? Ooh, that's a good question. Ooh, that's a good one. Or does well, he have to stare at it when it goes into her? <laughs> well, no, but that 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 does that's a good question though because I mean, does she turn everything inside of her invisible with her, or can you just see through her, or is it just her skin that's turning invisible? Right, that would be kind of freaky. It's like ah, that'd be kind of weird. <laughs> there it is. That's some exhibitionist type shit. There it is. There it's gone. I don't know. I, God damn it, Stanley. <laughs> Stanley left us with so many questions. <laughs> I know Stanley was tired of going to conventions and hearing those fucking questions. Like, y'all just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're superheroes, not freaks. It's like, no, they uh, really are damn freaks. Damn it, mall rats. <laughs> it's all mall rats' fault. You know, Stanley had to have some good laughs about that, though. Oh, probably. What's your burning question, Marcus? Oh, man. Look. Uh, you know what? I'm going to just lean on a little bit of the racist side here. Do you actually believe that uh, the Falcon, <laughs> you think he gets off for jaywalking? <laughs> or do you think a cop just looks up like one day <laughs> when nobody's looking? <laughs> are you are you, are you suggesting he still that targeted? Like, are you, still, are you oh. suggesting that Sam Wilson gets gets harassed by cops? Yeah. yeah. I yes. think I think yes. I think in front of the Avengers, like the police respect him. They're like, yes, sir. No, sir. But when he's by himself, he's, like he's jaywalking, he's, like, let's get this motherfucker. He's standing outside ready. He's standing he's outside of, he's standing outside of Avengers Tower drinking a coffee, coppers roll up. Hey, you better you you better move along, boy. Like, wait, <laughs> do you not know who I am? And he's like no. even wearing like the Falcon costume, and they're just like, You better, you better get on. And it's like do you not know who I am? Or did he just be excited and walk back? Hold on, hold on, Jason, Jason. They roll up on He's standing right in front of uh, Avengers Tower drinking a coffee. Cops roll up. Uh, do you know where you are? <laughs> Can I see your ID? Are you like, ID? He shows them the Avengers thing. Oh, uh, you know what? We're going to have to take you downtown. Ready for us if you have any warrants. <laughs> and why are the cars pull up? <laughs> Captain America just watching the laughing his ass off. Captain America's just like, I should say something, but those cops are doing those jobs. That was a threatening looking one. Doing the Lord's work. And Tony's and Tony's just sitting next to him. Cat. That's Sam. Oh, 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 right. oh, oh shit. Oh, I gotta go get him. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure he still deals with real world problems. You know, uh, it's just not exploited as much <laughs> while he's saving the day. Does she get pulled over for flying too fast? <laughs> Bro, I'm pretty sure they probably he's, keep track of his flying. car and everything because they are just he's waiting flying for dirty. He's flying through the air and then like a cop jet pulls up next to him. Better pull over. <laughs> he's flying dirty. You know how fast you were going? You know where you at? <laughs> License and registration, please. Oh, poor Sam Wilson. Hey, 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 keep, that, keep those hands on that wheel. <laughs> Oh my god. Stick tight a sec. I'll be right back. 
uh, do you have any ID on you in that spandex suit? <laughs> oh, no. I'm the Falcon. Three more jets yeah, show okay, up. Okay. They get out, start talking. Get up the Captain America. And you know what make it even better? Is like because like you guys remember like in the in like the eighties and nineties he had a he had a pet falcon. Uh-huh. And then like the falcon flies down and the cops shoot the falcon. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> That bird was attacking. That bird was attacking. (laughs) Oh, man. So basically, we're going to wrap up the show. (laughs) This has been fun. So we leave a question off to you guys. When it comes down to comic book movies, favorite comic books, please hit us up on uh, Facebook at the Noble Order of Savages Facebook group. Or you can personally get in contact with me on Instagram at the Noble Order of Savages Howl. And you can get a hold of me on Instagram, uh, Noble Order of Savages Ogre. And I'm going to send one of those up tonight. I promise. Well, yeah, we'll <laughs> see about that. We'll you see about said that. that last time. <laughs> you know what? I've, I've got a, that's something I want to say. Anyone who messages us on Facebook, please tell us who you think would be the most racist superhero. <laughs> oh, Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, that's a good yeah, one. that's a good one. So with that being said, we're going to close the show. Thank you guys for listening. You guys have a good night.